This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. Cool. What's yeah. got for us this week? All right, this week I'm talking about another series I've been reading for a while that finally ended, and by ended I mean the last one appeared in trade paperback a couple of weeks ago. Talking about um, Rex Mundi, um, create, created by Ar- Arvid Nelson and Eric J, illustrated by Eric J, and and later on um, Juan Ferreira. Now this is a series that it's it hasn't got like the uh, like the pro- prestige of a lot of other other harp. Other high-profile series like that come out over the years, from like like a lot of other big comic publishers, but it's been like a really interesting, like fascinating glimpse into into a certain aspects of religious history. Basically, it's like if you if you if you're familiar with like other other works of religious history, such as Da Vinci Code and of course Garth Garth Ennis and C. Dillon's Preacher, this is a, this is a tale about like you know like what happened to Jesus's bloodline. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean like yeah, some people like just assume that. Um, you know, like, like Jesus died, and that end of story right here. Others think that hey, you know, it's like he's yeah, he that you know he didn't die, and that he's he fathered fathered a bunch of kids, and that they're still running around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, now Rex Mundi is interesting because it basically takes because it takes place in an alternate his in an alternate history. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're dealing and we're talking about like a like a nineteen twenties like a nineteen twenties era world where the uh, the Holy Roman Empire never fell. It's like, and you've got like the like the like the Muslim like the Muslims. I'm um, still ru- still running Spain. And, like um, France is a dominant is a dominant world power in this era, and that's where this book where this series takes place in France. And also, sorcery is also um, an accepted practice around here. Well, not accepted, but still controlled and still and still plausible. And the Inquisition is still is is still alive and well and run, and basically the um the. Vatican's muscle for um for enforcing for enforcing religious um ideology and their and their and their laws. Okay, but the story starts off focuses starts off and focuses with like a French French doctor named Julien Sonnier, and I apologize for my mangling of the French <laughs> some of the French names here, but like I took two years of French in high school, and like my the only thing I remember my only highlights of it are um are a watch watching Back to the Future in French. Almost getting into a fight with someone while watching um, um, Cyrano de Bergerac with Gerard Depardieu, and how our um, and how our um, French teacher took took ill with cancer the second my second year, and we wound up um, watching doing nothing but watching movies for like the last last third of the of the year, which were I think substituted by our very by by the wife of our very own, no podcast for old men's um Sebastian, so. That's that, but yeah, that's like I learned to mangle French in French class. Exactly, <laughs> like that's that's pretty much like the gist of it right there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, getting back to the point, uh, this like Julian Sonnier is a doctor and is a doctor in France, and he, one night one of it, one of his um one of his pals, a, like a like a father like a father named Marin, um, basically asked him to um, help help him take his help help him with this um problem he's encountered, like a scroll is missing from this. From this place that he's he's in charge of, and 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 uh, while while Julian while Julian agrees to help him out with this, he finds himself embroiled in like conspiracy much much larger than simple theft. Because not only does Marin um, wind up dead shortly thereafter, um, eventually, like eventually like this, like he finds like like Julian finds out that the, the people who want want this scroll, which apparently d- details the uh, burial place of this one this old French king, um. It, Really have like have, see they have des- they have the designs on, on the, like people who want who are um or, who 
who want this who want the scroll because they have have designs on like much more than just like you know just getting their property back. Like this apparently like it ties into a much great much greater conspiracy conspiracy. Basically like what happened like what happens to the what happened to the bloodline of Christ and just like exactly who who controls it and what what their power it's like and what what do the, what do they want to do with it? And this leads them into conflict with with not only the Inquisition but also eventually the uh, see the Duke of Lorraine. It's like a very like a very interesting character because he's 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 a guy who looks very um not not inconsiderable a not inconsiderable um, um he bears a not inconsiderable rem- resemblance to um Lex Luthor <laughs> but he's also um been ad, ad, advocating for France to become a, become a world power and like go to war against its against its neighbors and just take like drive the Muslims out of Spain take take it back for themselves. It's like, and also, it's like, and also with his old old flame, Gen- Genevieve Tournon, the uh, he- head of the um, the do- <coughs> guild guild of doctors, and it's, and uh, and like the way he, the way um Arvid Nelson develops this conspiracy is is quite fascinating. I mean, it's like in a lot of other other series, just like a lot of there's a lot of talking heads in this book, but the way Nelson de- I um des- uh, describes all this stuff, like the, this his- this is, makes a fact like of his. Like his, history and just like and also like like fictional fictional invention for a lot, invention and supposition for a lot of this stuff. It's absolutely fascinating. Like you get this feeling like he's telling this like this great this great story, and it's like like, like this there's this huge mystery at the thing, and he's doling out like like pieces of information like little bit at a time, little bit at a time, and it's like you're just like on the edge of like wondering what's gonna happen next. How like what's like how where's um Sonier's um like journey gonna lead him now. And it's it's and for like a lot of the, a lot of the story a lot of the books run it's it's absolutely fascinating. It also helps that Nelson really does develop this world this alternate history into like a real convincing creature. Because like at the very end at the end of a lot of the chapters there's a little text piece um talking about the um the, the goings on for the for, for the world just like and you'll and you'll look at this and think that you'll see like where the little differences between like our world and theirs like he also like throws in a lot of modern. Like little little tidbits, if you're paying attention to, to the, to these like little text pieces. The environment itself. Yes, exactly, and it's it's fa- and it's like it's he guy really you can tell the guy really has like thought thought a lot of this through, and it's like, and it's like it's it's just interesting like not only to hear to, like, to um see um Sonier, um pursue this, pursue his pursue his quest, find out what like what what, what the conspiracy wants. And also to um, just as to see like developments of the world, like as the Duke of Lorraine tries to um, increase his political power and make like, France and and like, have have France like, take over the world, so to speak. Well, mainly because he believes it's his birthright. But and like the old, like I said that it's and it, it it's generally it's executed really well for the most part, and it's also helped by some by some really great art from the series' main artists, Eric J. and later on Juan Ferreira. Eric J has got a like like a really nice photorealistic style, and it's like he also it kind of and also kind of like he's also got a good skill at um at, at showing character movement and emotions. Like he kind of reminds me like, like Steve Dillon with more like with like if um Steve Dillon with a, with a greater attention to detail, and he he illustrated um the first two volumes, part of the third, and it's. It's like, and he does a good good job with a lot of the stuff here. I mean, it's like it takes real skill to make, like, to make you um take someone like, 
like make like scenes with talk a lot of um talking heads in these things in these situations remain interesting and or like visually interesting i mean and he manages to pull it off i mean it's like it's it's a very it's a very cinematic comic for for the most part just because it's so dialogue based right yeah and, yeah that's tough to, to keep your attention in art right yeah exactly but yeah but but yeah but um eric j does pull it off well and um but his successor though on juan ferreira has all that and a bag of chips <laughs> yeah because ferreira has like a very soft almost painterly style to it and and as soon as he shows up you're like wow it's like i this this guy's got this guy's got this guy's got mad skills i mean it's like it's he's he can he, guy's got great great attention to detail just like a beaut and just like this, this beautiful look to all of his all his work and it only gets better as it goes along and he's great not only with the detail but just with the uh, character emotion as well and um and I'd say that, you know, that now that Umbrex Mundi is done, whoever like whatever his next project is, it's like if you're if you're one of those people who, like loves reading comics for the art, then hey, whatever he does is definitely going to be worth your time. Yeah. Yeah, but that being said, I have to admit that um the work of both these artists and well there's also another artist, Jim Jim D. Bartolo, who does who did two issues um between um Eric J's and Ferreira's runs, who well he's not bad. He's got a good eye for detail, but his characters look way too skeletal um, for, for 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 the series to be um to be re- really successful art um, artistically. And I'm glad that um we got I got Fer- that Ferreira came, came on board after he after he did. Skeletal. Skeletal. I mean, it's like I didn't bring the I didn't bring the volume to show you, but I mean, I swear to God, these guys you could see like their eyes look sunken in their sockets like they're just like okay. like they're like everyone's like they're emaciated and they just haven't had a good meal in weeks <laughs> yeah and it's yeah it's like like I said he's he's not bad like he's got that eye for detail and but it's like it's kind of like he's and like and also photorealism like like kind of like Tony Harris but you know it's just just kind of like Tony Harris only with like he's got a guy's got a ways to go before he like, gets into the big leagues anyway but it also helps that he's got these great artists um, doing this work for most of the story because Nelson, his skill, it, like, well, he's got he's got a, like a great idea like where his overall plot goes and what he wants to do tell tell the story like with tell tell the story history wise, but he's not really good with actual with with in a lot of cases with epic pacing and like a lot of character interaction. I mean, like a lot of this stuff does kind of fall flat, like when you're dealing with like the interpersonal stuff between um with uh. With Saunier and Tournon, or Tournon and and the Duke of Lorraine, it's like it's just kind of like like you're going, you're going from uh, like the usual like usual usual bag of tricks here. And I'll admit that even that even like the, a lot of a lot of the history and factual stuff that that Nelson deals with is fascinating. He does have to resort in at least one issue to having a mysterious um, hooded cloaked character show up to explain explain like key sections of the plot and conspiracy to him. Yeah. And like those things are like are relatively few and far between. It's like like a lot of focus is on just like the overall conspiracy and historical aspects of it for for the majority of the series run, like which is volumes one through five, and it's great stuff. And it's like I was really looking forward to seeing the to reading volume six. Then when volume six arrived, I read it, and it is for the majority. It's it's honestly a completely different beast than the majority of the, of the series so far. And it's and to be honest, it is a failure, but it's an interesting failure because 
as I swear to God, like, it's not like um, like Nelson does anything like stupid, like he's like betrays like the premise of his series, or just like like does a lot of like like creepy last minute reveals. So like the identity the identity of his um, mysterious hooded of of Sonia's mysterious hooded um, ex- expository guy, um, it just kind of like goes off as kind of a oh him, all right, but it's like you get the feeling that like in reading this, like it's. This is where this is like the um like the big Hollywood action movie denouement. I mean, you've got like, I mean, you've got like all the characters like um like manifesting like um like magical magical powers, and, like magical powers as according to the um as according to their bloodline and the special wine that brings out their powers. Special wine. Special wine. Yeah, it's, that's yeah you hear about that later, but <laughs> but you look at, but then you look at this stuff and it's like he's. Like there's big, there's lots of action, lots of like, lots of like, lots of plot, lots of little plot twists, but it's just kind of like, instead of like the um, great historic, like all the historical facts and like planning that that Nelson was throwing out, like in the majority of the series run, there's none of that here. It's like he used up, he like he, not that he used up, he he had talked about all the stuff that he wanted to talk about here, but in regards to that, in the first five volumes, and then volume six is just. All the um the plot is just the plot working itself out to the to the very end. Like I believe that this really is how he intended it to end. But looking at it, it's just kind of like you just you shot your load too early, man. <laughs> and it's it's not I don't know. It's like it's it's disappointing. But on the other hand, it's like I can't say it's like it's it really makes me wish I hadn't read the series. I mean, it's still. Like it's still interesting. It's still interesting to see see everything tie how everything ties together. But it's just you look at this and you think, oh, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like what happened at the end of at the end of um like Spike Jones adaptation where he like if you ever seen the movie you'll you'll know that the the very end like that last part of the movie where it just turns into like this big action movie chase sequence. But that's because Charlie Coffin's brother Donald, the big Hollywood Hollywood sellout type. Is I'm decided to write it and tie everything together, but that's kind of like what that's kind of what what things how things play out here, and it's also it's also disappointing because the Duke of Lorraine, who he's a great like tragic um, tragic figure in a lot of this stuff. Like once you understand like his background and why he's doing a lot of this stuff, then he comes in this moment he comes up just like a big crazy um like big crazy madman, and just kind of like no man this isn't ah, that's not. That's not what I wanted, so I guess, yeah. In terms of like character, it's kind of betrayal, betrayal of the Duke of Lorraine's character, but also it's kind. Of, you're looking at this, and it's kind of like, well, it's just it's it's all action, it's it's style over substance. That's what that's what this end is, and I'm sure it'll be great for when the proposed movie comes out because I heard that uh, Johnny Depp's um, production production studio has um um has option option this, and they're working on developing it. I don't think it'll be a like a movie anytime soon, but. It'd be interesting to see see how they Hollywood goes about tackling this stuff. Though I gotta admit, like I'm um, Depp, um, well, Sonia seems seems like too ordinary a character for like a guy like Depp to play. So, but you know, it's like it having him having him on board will will only help it though. But still, it's like overall, it's like like in the end, like uh, yeah, Rick, yeah, the the ending is kind of um like I say, it's style over substance. It's kind of like you're. You're just getting all the uh, the big Hollywood movie like all people people fighting, beating the crap out of each other, and stuff. And 
in the end just kind of like leaves things leaves the world this, this fascinating world that Nelson has created in chaos but without a resolution well it does kind of give a resolution but it's kind of like you're looking at this and thinking yeah really that's how you wanted to end it okay <laughs> but still it's, I still enjoyed it and I have to admit like once you like the first like so the first several rooms are like we've weave it weave a spell like of historical fiction and intrigue so so well that you'll want that e that I'm that even if you read this and you're aware of like how where the ending goes, you'll still want to see how how it ends. Though I will admit that yeah, it helps buying it through Amazon because that'll it's like you know buying it at a discount that might mitigate a little bit of the disappointment. <laughs> but still overall, yeah, not bad. And hey, I'll even I'll admit I'd probably I'd be interested in going going to see the movie. And also, I would be interested in seeing um what what um Arvid Nelson does with his next project. Which I hear is Zero Killer from Dark Horse, but they haven't got a trade paperback for that yet. But, you know, hey, I, I go ahead and pick it up based on this, just to see wh what he does next. Okay, and on that note, it's like we're going to go call it a night. So, next week we'll be back with more uh, more sedate stuff. We're talking about um, Vertigo's um, new Virgo crime imprint, which, well, I don't think it's long for this world, but we'll talk about that later. All right, night, everyone. See you later.